This podcast is being brought to you by WXAV 88.3 FM and WXAV.com. WXAV, bringing the best podcasts to you. Support for this WXAV podcast is being provided by Bookies, new and used books. Located at 10324 Southwestern Avenue in Chicago, Bookies specializes in new and used books. Their selection includes new releases, bestsellers, and books that are out of print. For more information, please visit their website at bookieschicago.com. You can also find them on Facebook by searching Bookies Chicago or call them at 773-239-1110. Hi, and welcome to Awesome Albums with Caesar and Eddie on WXAV 88.3 FM and WXAV.com. I'm your host, Caesar, and of course, I'm joined with the other host of the show, Eddie. Eddie, how are you doing? I'm doing great, Caesar. How about you? I'm doing fantastic because, as always, we're here to talk about awesome music. And this week's awesome album is the debut Vampire Weekend album. Vampire Weekend came out 2008. Yes. And since that debut album, they have cemented themselves in the music industry and have only progressed as a band. Yes, yes, most definitely. They exploded onto the scene. They just had like a fantastic opening I guess, because yeah. you know everyone knew them. Everyone knew them from a punk, mm-hmm. uh, and then they, that's how I first knew about them. Right later down the line, they you know they gained notoriety, and every time a new music or a new album would drop, you know people would be on that. They're Pitchfork darlings. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All all three of their albums have like a eight point five or above. On <laughs> Pitchfork, yeah, on Pitchfork. But we're not going to focus on the other albums. We're just going to focus on the debut back in two thousand eight. I don't know when you first started listening to Vampire Weekend, but I started listening to them in 2008 when they first came onto the scene, and I immediately fell in love with them. I was telling you earlier, it was kind of hard to listen to this album because right now it is winter in Chicago. Mm-hmm. This album just has, at least for me, it has this nostalgic feeling of that summer of 2008 because that's when I listened to it. I can't listen to this album without having like nostalgic flashbacks. So if I come off as a little biased this episode, because I really, really love this album. I totally feel that with you. This album does give a lot of summer and like adventure vibes that don't usually happen in this cold winter that we're currently going in. You feel the warmth from this album. Oh, definitely. Let's just get right into it. The first thing I want to point out is how unique their sound was at that time. At that time, it felt like a fresh breath of air with other like indie pop or just pop music in general. And I think that attributes to the African pop inspirations that they pulled from because you could definitely hear it in the drums and the guitar. And I don't know, like, what did you think of the sound when you first heard the album? When I first heard the album, I was thinking that this was more of like a modern classical like classical music but with a rock twist with rock instrumentals yes because i mean just looking at the album cover it's of this like chandelier in this Mm -hmm. crowded room with like you know just like the heads of just showing like the foreheads of like random people in this room right and it kind of reminds me of what i learned in history of these ballroom dances that would go on to like a string quartet going on, you know? Yeah, and you definitely hear that in songs like M79. Definitely. Those kind of elements that are like littered throughout the whole album. Yeah. So when I first heard it, that was the first connection that I made, that it was like kind of like this rock thing, but it was take this classical approach to it in a way. Yeah, they were fusing rock, a little bit of classical, a little bit of like Africana, Mm -hmm. and pulled it off really well because every song just feels so vibrant. Yeah. Almost every song, at least. I mean, I I feel like it was nothing 100% new, but they mix it up in a way that there's, like, flavor to it. Definitely. For example, I mean, like, 
Talking Heads, they had some inspiration from Africana, especially like for in albums like Remain in Light. You can hear like they mixed up with like electronica and post-punk, whereas, you know, Vampire Weekend is, you know, indie pop, mm-hmm. alternative rock, indie rock. Yeah. And, you know, going along with that, like a lot of the ways that they um, mix this stuff sounds really like minimal. Um, yeah. They're not super extravagant. They're not going like all out, all hard on everything. It's like carefully crafted. That you know what's funny? That's actually one of my talking points in my notes. Like they, <laughs> it feels like they took their time to construct their songs because the consistency and just how solid every song is. It feels like it was carefully constructed. And I think one of the things that appeals to me a lot of, about this is that they never dial it up to eleven on this album. Right. You know, they keep it at a nice, cool seven, at a six. You know, and it's an easygoing album. It's a very easygoing album. They add bits of electronic that, you know, they have their guitars on. Yeah. But, you know, they're not adding distortion to this stuff. They're not putting on, like, wub-wubs and, like, electronics. <laughs> right. Or, like, fuzzy basses or anything. Or drums just, like, smacking everything as hard as they can. Everything has its place on this album. Yeah. I partially agree with you. But if everything's a seven, where does that leave A-Punk and Walcott? Because <laughs> A-Punk is, like fast it's energetic and to an extent walcott is too Mm -hmm. you put on walcott and it explodes with all the sounds and uh which is funny because a punk and walcott are my favorite songs on the album Mm -hmm. and they are probably the most energetic but yeah the album is mostly easygoing especially like the end song kids don't stand a chance Mm -hmm. and actually the song that precedes walcott you know i stand corrected but even though we got a taste of like what vampire weekend could do with an energetic song it didn't like disrupt or the easygoing flow of the rest of the album. I just, I feel like I wanted more when I heard like A-Punk and Walcott. It is a short album, but I kind of wish it was a little longer. Yeah, it clocks in at 34 minutes and there's 11 songs on this thing. Right. So they're not really exploring any huge like soundscapes on this thing. No. They're keeping these songs like shorter, more consistent. Yeah. And they don't stray too far away from it. Yeah. It's like, you know, we're here. And this is what we have to offer, and back in a couple of years with more music. Yeah. I also want to say that even though I don't really particularly like short albums, I think the sweet spot for albums are around like 39 minutes, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Even though this album is a little short, I think that's a good thing because this album has a ton of replayability. If I had the vinyl for it, I'd probably just like, after side B is done, I could probably just flip it back to side A and just listen to it all over again because it's just that good again i'm a little biased since i've been listening to this since 2008 but yeah no i love listening to this album yeah tons of replayability definitely some of my favorite songs on here are cape cod quaza quaza yes definitely also oxford comma yes and it's funny because these guys aren't british right they're american Mm -hmm. but they give off this impression that you know they got some like overseas stuff in them too. Well, I think that actually attributes to like, uh, um, I'm going to, you know, mention this again, because I think this is around the first time I've listened to like anything related to, you know, African music, but like they're the Africana inspired drums. And I want to like, or I think that might also contribute to that too. But it's funny because when I first heard this, I just, I pictured like <laughs> white boys who just like graduated from Harvard. Yeah, that's exactly. In like sweater vests. <laughs> that's like the perfect way to describe it. Yeah. It, it does give off that feel. That's not a bad thing, guys. That's not a bad thing. 
not a bad thing at all because what Vampire was able to do with that was make it really unique, make it their own. And like you said, I can go through this album, you know, over and over again. Mm -hmm. Is there any point on this album that you feel is a little bit weaker? You know, I, again, I love this album from front to back, but if I had to pick probably one, Blaze Got a New Face, still a great song, jam out to it, but uh, the lyrics, the chorus can get a little bit repetitive. Yeah. The vocals can get a little annoying, but you know, I think I just have gotten used to it, but I just love this album. Even though it's not my favorite Vampire Weekend album, I can't pick like a bad or a weak point in the album. I just really can't. How about you? I think this album is my favorite um, Vampire Weekend album. Mm -hmm. I originally got into Vampire Weekend with Contra, and then I went, and then I went back into their debut, right. and then to Modern Vampires. But going into this one, I just liked it front and back. Yeah, because I mean, it, it's just so Vampire Weekend. Yeah, it really, this established their sound, and for it being a debut, it's a solid debut. Right. Right. It's really fun. It's a fun record. Lots of replayability. I mean, what, what more can you want from an awesome album? Yeah. Well, I guess that wraps up our discussion for the Vampire Weekend debut. Stay tuned for next week because we will be discussing the White Album by Weezer. We might also have a special guest to join us. This has been Caesar Nutty, and you just listened to awesome albums on WXAV 88.3 FM and WXAV.com. Thank you very much for listening to this WXAV 88.3 FM podcast. Be sure to visit our website, wxav.com, for more information on your escape from ordinary radio.